Escape of Cthulhu presents The Corsairs of Cthulhu Campaign The Astronomer's Map by Ben Burns So, when last week began, uh, we approached an island with large, um, looked like uh, statues, human-looking statues, their heads at least sitting on the sand from place to place. And uh, there was a lovely sandy beach and a village. And there were many happy people that came out to meet us. Uh, the captain sent all of the investigating pirates out on a longboat or rowboat to shore. And it was our job to uh, kind of see what was what, because we think we have divined from reading the uh, the astronomer's map symbol, that a piece of it will be here. Um, some things that happened on the island. Um, let's see. We were greeted happily. We played with the children. They gave us a hut of our own. They made us promise to be back in time for dinner. Began gathering uh, lots of and preparing lots of wonderful food and. We kind of walked off. Uh, I believe it was um, Alexandra that walked up to the top of a hill, which seemed to be the high point, and kind of looked around. She saw some uh, areas of the island that were uh, very dead, very deadened. I think there was some jungle there that was very brown, seemed very uh, demarcated. Oh, also a big chunk of the village is also ruinous now. Uh, and many, it should be, there should be a lot more people there, and uh, many of the huts just are run down um, farther back towards the, the back. Another group of us, um, I'm trying to remember who it was that, that ran off uh, looking at the, didn't run off, run off, but someone went to look at the uh, statue um, that we could see. Who was that? Is that um, it was Lucia Lucia okay yeah so Lucia went off there and uh, at that point Mr. Prescott and uh, I believe Miss Fulton um, uh, went after her when we saw two warriors uh, kind of quietly grab spears and go after uh, Lucia she got there she made uh, some investigations around the giant head with little stone head with little things that looked like a hat and the uh, the warriors just kind of got there and stood off to the side and um, nothing really came of it but they seemed to get a little bit anxious when she was near the uh, uh, near the stone statues and I believe there was some trading of a sword and spear and a little fancy uh, tool work and then we all came back to the village and we are preparing uh, to sit by a large bonfire. I think half of us are sure we're going to be eaten. And uh, some of us think, no, 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 this is fine. 
So uh, I believe that's it. As the flames grow higher and the sun dips below the horizon, I believe we uh, open up the session. Am I right? Uh, that sounds good to me. <clears throat> Everyone good? Any questions? We all know where we are. Thanks, Excellent. Sir. Excellent. Thanks. So yes, so you are sitting seated around um, uh, this huge bonfire. And like I say, the, the bonfire is a good 30 to 40 feet long and probably close to 30 feet wide. It is just a massive, massive conflagration. And, you know, you are, you're not the only one seated around it. There are many, many, many villagers seated around it as well. Uh, at least a hundred, if not more. Uh, are these all the villagers? Yeah, it's hard to say, uh, but it's certainly a lot of them. Uh, and, you know, kind of every, right. And so none of the villagers are, you know, like dancing or, you know, walking close to the flames or anything like that. Kind of everyone is, is seated well back. Uh, and, you know, you, you can kind of hear there's some snatches of conversation, you know, someone will, you know, lean over and, and you know, speak to the person next to them or, and, and back and forth. And this kind of lasts for a few minutes. Uh, and then kind of the villagers go a little quiet and you can see down at the far end of the um, kind of a, away from you a ways, uh, a woman who you have not seen before uh, steps up and, you know, kind of the, the villagers kind of, you know, make space for her. And you can see the villagers around her uh, kind of, you know, bow their heads towards her uh, somewhat deferentially. Uh, she is, you know, she is clearly an islander as the rest of the islanders are. Um, you you would guess somewhere in her early 30s maybe uh, she's wearing the same kind of grass skirt that all of the women of the village do uh, but she also has um, a kind of woven um, breastplate a woven um, halter of sort covering her breasts um, that of course the other women do not Um, Eden, can, and, I, can I roll? Mm -hmm. Eden? Yeah. Can I roll Eden to see if that's your piece of the map? Go ahead. Ninety-nine. Uh, uh, you do not. Start. <laughs> Uh, some of the villagers uh, next to her uh, point in your direction. And she she looks up and she sees uh, the, however many of you there are at the moment, the one, two, three, four, five of you uh, sitting together there. And, and she kind of, she smiles and, and nods in your direction. Almost as soon as she sits down, uh, some other villagers walk up to uh, behind the circle uh, and they are carrying uh, large uh, woven baskets. Uh, and they are full of food. 
There are sweet potatoes. There are mounds of peppers, uh, fish, uh, a number of fruits, most of which you don't recognize. Uh, and another group of villagers kind of comes up to one end of the fire uh, and sets down uh, four uh, large woven baskets, but these are empty. They're kind of like canoe shaped or uh, for those of you so inclined to be thinking in this direction, maybe coffin shaped. Um, the baskets of food start to be passed around uh, the circle. Spot hidden rolls. A uh, fourteen, so that'll be a hard success. I think. Hard success. Fail. Oh no, just uh, just normal success. Uh, those of you who pass, so you, you can see that as the as these baskets of food are being passed around. Um. Mostly the villagers are just passing them. They're not taking anything from them. Uh, you can see that eventually, you know, a villager will take something from a basket, uh, but they will only take one thing. They take, uh, you know, they will take a potato or a single fish or, you know, one pepper or, or one of the fruits uh, and then pass the basket on. And, you know, the next time a basket comes around to them, they will uh, continue to they will just pass the basket and hold on to whatever piece of food it is they have taken uh, and they are not eating it they are just holding on to it uh, the baskets of course are passed to you as well um i for one will you know mimic this by taking a particular piece of food Whatever it is, it looks tasty. What someone, the last person who took a piece of food took, I'll take one of those and pass the basket. I said, just take one. I'll do the same. Mary Fulton takes a pepper and passes the basket. I will take um, just one, maybe a potato and pass it around. Okay. Uh, as each of you kind of take a piece of food, you know, food and you know, continue to pass the basket around the, you know, the, the villagers nearby you, you know, smile, laugh, the ones that are sitting right next to you kind of clap you on the back. Uh, this goes on for a good few minutes until basically kind of the baskets make their way, you know, entirely around the circle uh, at least once, maybe even twice. Uh, and then, you know, as the baskets kind of in the natural course of being passed, make their way uh, to the uh, head of the circle where these empty baskets were placed, uh, the, bas the full baskets of food are dumped into these empty baskets. And kind of as that completes, um, uh, some of the men, uh, produce uh, small drums and they start up a, a, a drumming beat, kind of a jaunty island drumming beat. Uh, and a number of, of women uh, and some of the younger girls uh, get up and they start dancing um, between the, uh, the line of those of you seated uh, and the fire uh, closer to the line of those of you seated because the fire is really, really hot. It's a really big fire. 
Uh, the women that are dancing will kind of occasionally throw handfuls of something into the fire. Um, you're not sure what, you can't quite catch it, but they're throwing, you know, some kind of you know, little handfuls of dust or grass or sawdust or, or whatever uh, into the fire. And, you know, every time uh, they do, the, um, you know, the, the fire will flare in a burst of color, a burst of green or blue or purple. And the drums are drumming and the people are dancing and the night is dark. Spot hidden rolls. That would be an extreme success. 25, um, so that's a success. An extreme success of five. And constitution rolls, please. Oh. Oh, all of us? Yep. 26, I think, is a success. That's a hard success for me. Uh, uh, oh, hard success for me. Success. I failed. Of course you did. Yeah. Um, so, you know, all of you, you know, from from the drumming and the heat of the fire and the dark of the night and, you know, you, you're all kind of feeling a little lightheaded. Um, you know, not particularly so. I mean, you are, you know, you are pirates. You're used to nights of partying and and rum. Um, but Mr. Oates, it's getting to you a little bit more than the others. Uh, you will have a penalty die for the rest of the evening. Assuming there are things to roll for the rest of the evening, of course. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> uh, those of you who passed your spot hidden roll, uh, you know, as you're kind of you know looking about about and you're watching the fire and watching the villagers dance and. Um, you know, again, kind of occasionally, you know, some of the nearby villagers will, you know, lean in and, and say something to you that you don't understand. You know, they'll laugh, they'll clap you on on the on the back, you know, that this kind of thing. Those of you who passed the spot hidden roll, you as you're looking around, you can see that, um, yeah, not everyone in the village is here at the fire. Uh, there are there are a number. Not more than a dozen from what you can see, but maybe at least a dozen um, of men that are um, kind of standing or wandering the village uh, carrying spears. Does everyone appear to be laughing? Everyone appears to be having a good time. Is perhaps... Except for the men in the village who are just who are mm -hmm. you know, appear to be on some kind of guard duty, right? They, Got you. Yes. They, they don't appear to be having such a good time. Um, are one of those men in the village amongst? Uh, does he maybe have a sword instead of a spear, or was he the guy I traded with by any chance? Uh, do you want him to be? I would. I would. It would give me an excuse to go chat with him, which right now I think might be wise. Luck roll. Hmm. 
uh, do, 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 where is my luck on this? That is, ah, missed it. Failed luck roll. Nope. Okay. Uh, you, in fact, you can see that the the man you traded with is one of is one of the men sitting in the circle or sitting, you know, in the circle. Actually, not far from you. Uh, he does not have the sword that you uh, so generously traded him, uh, but he does have a small drum that he is drumming on. Okay. Um, he's not the only one, right? Oh no. It's not like if I take his attention, then the entire party stops. Yeah. No. Okay. So I'll like uh, kind of get up and go over there and smile and kind of clap him on the hand and or clap him on the back, kind of nod to him, and uh, point at the men out in the uh, that are in the guard area, kind of squatting um, beside him. Uh, he he's, he smiles. He you know he returns the gesture. Uh, you know, he he stops he stops drumming. He kind of shimmies over and you know, kind of pushes at the guy next to him to you know make a little space and invites you to sit down next to him. Okay, I'll try one more time with the, uh, uh, you know, the poke the spear thing at those guys. Like why kind of thing. Trying to get across the idea of what the heck's going on over there. What are they guarding from? <laughs> Um, uh, he kind of gets the, ah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I understand. Uh, you know, kind of the, the head nod, right. The Mm -hmm. head bob, the smile, the, ah, sound. Um, and he, he looks around, right. And then he kind of points out into the darkness. Mm -hmm. And about, you know, away from the, kind of out away from the village and away from the fire. And then, you know, with his with his fingers makes kind of a little person running, person walking, person, you know, person movement, waggling mm-hmm. of the first two fingers. Right. Uh, and then shrugs his shoulders. Okay, I look back at those... Uh... He wasn't, was he pointing towards the guys? No, he was pointing okay. out into the darkness. Got you. And uh, when I look back at the guys, hmm, they're all looking outward, right? Or no. are they looking inward as if they're keeping people in? I, they are looking in all directions. In all there, there doesn't seem to be a particular pattern as to, you know, oh, they're all guarding this one particular hut or, you know, they're guarding the people to make sure they don't wander away from the bonfire, which is certainly not true because uh, as this is going on, kind of people are kind of coming and going from the line around the bonfire, actually. Right. Um, you know, neither are they, you know, all lined up at the edge of the village kind of. You know, looking mm-hmm. like they're expecting an attack and defending the village. Uh, they are simply kind of wandering in ones and twos in the village and occasionally, you know, stopping and looking around. Psychology role. Mm. Uh, I actually have some points, but not enough to make that role. That's a fail. It's been some luck on that if you want it. Uh, it's a bit too much. I okay. don't think I'm going down for 25 luck. 
Fair enough. Figure out what's going on at this point. I'm sure it'll jump out at me soon. It'll come to me soon. <laughs> uh, your your good friend. Um. Claps you on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, he points to the um, the woman who walked up late, who has the halter top on, and who people were kind of being differential to. Mm-hmm. Uh, he points to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes the kind of clam motion with one hand. Like talking kind of thing. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, then makes kind of a, a sweeping gesture kind of up over his head across part of the sky. Okay. Uh, can I make a roll to interpret that? <laughs> Go right ahead. I, yeah. Intelligence so roll. Okay, that's a 24, which makes it a hard success. She will speak with you later. Oh, okay. All right. I thought she was going to speak to the sky. I wasn't quite sure about the, about that. Okay, I'll nod and smile, clap him on the back again, and go uh, sit with my shipmates. Okay. And say, uh, apparently we're expected to uh, have an audience with the queen a little bit later. Anyone care to find out what these uh, folks are doing back there with the pokers? Um, yeah, I'm gonna basically get up and stretch and sort of like stretch my legs and that sort of stuff and start wandering around. Act casual. Basically, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to act as if you know I need to um, just stretch and move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so again, I mean, you're you're not the only one, right? The the you know some of the other villagers will from time to time get up and you know move back and you know move move about move out into the village, right? Kind of while the the drumming and the dancing is still going on, and you know someone from the village will come in and and sit down and and this sort of thing, and so you know there are people moving about. Uh, psychology role. Uh. 31, which is, I don't know if I, I don't have psychology. Uh, base is what, 10, I think? Yeah, I think so. so. I have a, a hard success. Uh, okay. Uh, even with your penalty die, Dr. Oates? Nope. It's <laughs> what I thought. Let me check about the Let me see if I can burn some lock here. I will burn eight points of lock. Uh, okay, so as you're as you're what you're you know probably watching um, Lucia get up and and you know stretch and kind of walk away from the fire and you know you're you're noticing uh, the let's call them guards in the village with the spears. The guards are bored. 
they're not regarding anything. Um, you know, they might be a little, might even be a little jealous of the people, um, you know, around the fire. You know, but they're, 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 yeah, they're, they're kind of fundamental uh, affect is just boredom. Okay. I will share that. I will share that with my, with my friends. Thank fellow you. pirates. They don't break some room out. I might get bored myself. Just as you say that. Have you? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Doc. Go ahead, Doctor Rhodes. Have you checked the that amulet she she's got on hanging on her chest? Might that be the other part of the map? Uh, she is not wearing like, an amulet. It's it's like a plate, right? Uh, she's wearing like a halter, like a halter top. Oh, she's wearing a bra. Unlike all the others, she is the only. Let me put it a little more bluntly. She is the only woman whose breasts are covered. Mm -hmm. uh, allow me to slightly correct myself. Uh, she, Miss Fulton, and Lucia are the only women whose breasts are covered. Uh -huh. I assume. I assume. Uh, I'm more than willing to be wrong about that. I, you know, but I'm sort of guessing that that's the case. Um, the speaking of the lady in question. Uh, she stands up, uh, and as she does, all of the other villagers who are seated around the fire stand up as well. We stand up as well, or Marie does. Yeah, yeah I will. Yeah, we literally yeah. stumble to our feet. Uh, a few of the men will go to the uh, large uh, canoe-shaped uh, baskets that are now holding all of the food uh, except for the pieces that everyone has in their hands uh, and they lift them to their shoulders uh, and she turns and she starts walking and kind of the villagers all turn in unison uh, and they're clearly following her right a line of people following her um, and with the um, baskets of food bringing up the rear. And she circles the fire once with all the people following her. Are you guys staying in line? Are you stepping out of line? Um, watching, think, what are you? I think I'll step in line. Um, yeah, I'll, I might step out of line and just watch. Okay. Marie follows along. Dr. Oates? Me too. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, so, Lucia, you can see that you, you are not the only person who is not following in line. Um, you know, the, the guards in the village, uh, as well as uh, a handful of other villagers, um, all of whom look quite old. Uh, are not not getting in line. Uh, the procession, as I said, circles the fire once, and then the young lady in the top um, turns and starts heading east out of the village. 
following a trail and the procession follows her. The food baskets of food following the procession. Ms. Fulton, Mr. Prescott, and Dr. Oates, you're staying with the procession? Yeah, Maria. Yes. Okay. And Lucia? Um you just gonna stay I'm in gonna... the village and watch them walk away or Yep, yeah, I'm gonna stay in the village and watch watch what happens. Maybe stay a bit of a different distance back, but I don't want to be seen as being part of the group. Okay, so you, I'm sorry, so you're following the procession, but at a distance. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so as the procession moves out of the village, uh, the men that were drumming continue to drum. Uh, the women and girls that were dancing continue to dance. Uh, the it's turned into you know kind of a moving party now, right? You know the the villagers are kind of hooping and hollering. Uh, singing might be a bit of a stretch, but you know occasionally there you know are some notes of joy and happiness that you know, could vaguely be described as brief snatches of song. Uh, the road that you're following or the trail that you're following, you quickly realize is probably better described as a road. Uh, it is quite wide. Um, and kind of leads through uh, the woods. The trees kind of close over the trail as the uh, the dancing and singing and drum beats move through the forest, you know people are you know people are continuing to kind of clap each other on the back and you know laugh and it's a very kind of joyous occasion, <coughs> clearly for about 10 or 15 minutes. And you very quickly realize that the entire thing goes dead silent. The drumming stops, the dancing stops, the talking stops, kind of almost instantly, everyone is incredibly somber. It's almost like you're in a funeral procession. No one is smiling. The, uh, there are a few people with torches uh, spread throughout the procession. The fire kind of is flickering on the trees. And you realize that you have entered the part of the forest that is dead, where all the trees are dead. Hmm. You see the, the jagged and bare tree branches above you, you know, kind of these jagged lines dancing in the firelight as the... Uh, Shadows play over this suddenly very somber group of islanders. Do the people, do the islanders just seem somber or do they seem strangely to be behaving particularly strangely? Psychology. Ah, oh, this is weird behavior. I will not figure that one out though. Can I roll for that? Sure. Fail. Let, let me try it uh, with my penalty guy. 
Okay, this is success for the 15, but with the penalty is number 15. Which hey. is a success. Yay. Uh, they, they just seem, they seem very somber. Um, you know, a funeral procession is the, is the best thing that, you know, is the best description you can give. Uh, you know, they don't look, I mean, they, they don't look like they're, you know, being controlled or hypnotized or, you know, anything like that. They're, you know, not glassy eyed or, you know, moving with strange robotic jerky movements or anything like that. They're just, you know, they're, they're very quiet. Their eyes are kind of downcast. No one is talking. You know, the only sound is, you know, they're, the, the footsteps in the dirt and the occasional pop and hiss of a torch. Listen rolls and spot hidden rolls. With penalty, all of them, right? Yep. Now, do I get to also? Oh, yes. Oh, I missed them both. Pass the spot, fail to listen. Um, now, I don't have either, so the base is 25 for both, isn't it? Um, the listen is 20, and the spot hidden is 25. Okay, so I failed both still. Okay. Ms. Fulton? The listen passed, the spot hidden failed. Okay. So the only person who failed both is Lucia? I failed both as well. Oh, okay. Ms. Prescott. Okay, uh, so just Miss Fulton and Dr. Oates. You can both make sanity rolls. Sanity is a success. Pass. Uh, no sanity loss. Uh, if you passed your listen, I don't remember if you passed your listen or your spot hidden roll. Either way, um, if you passed your listen roll, and as you're walking, you occasionally hear, you know, the the crack of a tree branch, or what almost sounds like kind of a, a low growl outside of the outside of the procession, somewhere in the dark of the forest around you. If you passed your spot hidden roll. And in the dark of the forest around you, you occasionally see a shadow of movement, like a, a person, probably more yes. than one, moving oh, okay. in the darkness outside the firelight. And the procession so continues. Go ahead. Someone's coming. See it. Look over there. And I point to, to where I saw it. Uh, as you speak up, you get dirty looks from the villagers around you. Oh. Hold your I'm... tongue, Mr. Oates. <laughs> look, look. Look, Prescott. Look, there's a sanity roll right there. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I roll sanity <laughs> if I see it? Uh, are you paying attention to him enough to look? I don't know. I'm just trying to shush him. That's kind of what I figured. Yeah. The procession continues this way for about an hour. I assume you all continue to follow, and Lucia, you're following at your distance still? 
Okay. So after about an hour, the last half to two thirds of it spent in this dirge of silence, you can see up at the head of the procession, uh, there is um, what appears to be a, a large crater. And standing on the rim of the crater is a stone platform and aligned on the platform are uh, at least a dozen, maybe even a few more uh, of the same uh, large stone figures that you saw around the village. Uh, are they, I'm sorry, on the rim of the platform? On the, on the rim of the, the crater. Platform? On the, on the rim, rim of the crater. Of the crater. Yep. Gotcha, not within. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, the the lady, let's call her the queen. That seems like a good description and kind of you know what you would individually probably be calling her at this point anyway. Uh, kneels before the largest of the monuments in the middle. And she holds her hands out in front of her and calls out something in a language you don't understand. And she calls out something else and then something else. And then she turns and she looks at the, the men next to her who are carrying the large baskets of food. And she nods. And the men set the baskets at the foot of this largest statue. She then stands up and you realize she's holding a, a piece of fruit in her hand. And she drops it into one of the baskets and then steps to the side. And everyone in the procession kind of shuffles forward and the piece of food that they have been holding and carrying this entire time, they drop it into the basket. I will do the same. Yeah. Mary. Drops her pepper in the basket. Lucia? Um, oh, do I see them all dropping it into oh, yeah. the basket. Oh, yeah. um, I might head in and drop it into the basket then. That uh, okay. I should be hanging onto it. Okay. Uh, as Kind of everyone finishes this. Uh, the the woman, she nods to the four of you and smiles. A small smile, not a big, wide smile. And she leads the procession back the way you came. All the villagers kind of fall into line and and follow her. All, so, all still all still silent, still very somber. Lucia is the master gunner as well. She's pretty tough, can take care of herself, kind of thing, right? Yes. 
that's my impression. Okay, so kind of as I let the rest of them kind of file back, kind of at the very end, I'll kind of look around to make sure we're not going to be over here and kind of whisper to you. Would you like to stay back and see what happens to the food? Or you want to come back with us? All right. Don't wait too long. Come back and report what we uh, what happens. I'm going to uh, we're going to need to speak to the. There can't be many of us left here, or they'll notice we're gone. Yeah, Lucia will hang back. Okay. Okay, so Lucia is staying there, and Ms. Fulton, Mr. Prescott, and Dr. Oates are following the villagers back. Yeah, we've filed in the line. We're following back. Okay. Uh, let's. Okay, let's mm-hmm. start with Lucia. Um, what are you doing? As you as you hang back, are you just standing there in front of the basket? Or are you jumping um, in? Lucia, or are you? Um, is there somewhere where Lucia could basically hide? Oh yeah, the forest is right here. Uh, oh, cool. You could you could definitely justify making a stealth roll. Yep, I will hide myself then. And rolled a zero eight, which okay. is extreme success. Okay. Um, as you watch the villagers, the procession, and your friends disappear into the forest and the torches wander away and the darkness closes in around you and you are all alone you hear a rushing sound like feet in the in the on the on the ground snapping twigs and and scuffling dirt. And you see dozens of figures, dozens of people. It's it's so dark, it's it's hard to see. They they look like people, but they they move in kind of a, a strange, kind of more dexterous than they should be way. They all appear to be kind of long and long and slender torsos, long slender arms and legs. Their heads, again, it's hard to get a good look in the dark, but there's something off about their heads. Their heads are just not quite the right shape. And these figures just fall upon the baskets of food. And you can hear kind of a a chattering, a chittering and a chattering sound as these figures just tear apart the baskets of food and start feasting on it. Okay, so Lucia is just, I think she's not moving at this point. I think she's going to stay quite still and hopefully not 
alert anything. Give me a spot hidden roll. Zero four. Okay. Uh, as you are as you are watching from your stealthy vantage point, um, you know eventually you you're 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 kind of watching and you know the the you know there is a bit of a moon out and you know the kind of filtered through um, you know the edge of the trees and you can see these figures. You know, and kind of little snatches and, and pieces the longer you watch and you realize they are they're all naked none of them are wearing uh, what you would describe as clothing <clears throat> they all look like they're covered in kind of a, a soft fur not really you don't even want to call it hair you want to call it kind of a, a, a thin fur uh, and you know you realize the the disfigured heads that are not quite right that are stretched out in kind of a strange oblong way remind you of nothing more than large rats and you can make a sanity roll okay 16 so that should be a success okay no loss then Are you just going to continue to watch? Well, I don't think at this point moving is a good thing. Um, I mean, is there meat? Is it just fruit and vegetables or is there meat? Uh, there's fish. Oh, there's fish. So there's definitely meat. So I'm hoping, yeah. Um, I'm just going to try to stay very, very still, still and let them finish their meal and hopefully leave because I'm thinking if I move now, I may be basically jumped upon by these things. Fair enough. Uh, you did pass your stealth roll, so you can certainly uh, stay there watching this strange, horrible feast in the darkness. And it goes on for a while, right? These were big, big baskets. There was a lot of food in there as these things are just feasting on it and pulling something out and, you know, eating it and, you know, throwing bits away. And, you know, occasionally, you know, a couple of them will kind of squabble over, over some particularly large juicy fish. You know, there's never kind of a fight that breaks out or anything like that. You know, it almost appears to be more of kind of a, a good natured, Hey, I want that kind of thing. Right. Um, you know, this goes on for a fair amount of time until kind of clearly all the food has been gone through and consumed. Uh, and, you know, these things, you know, start kind of originally, you know, first in kind of ones and twos as they're sated and then, you know, more of them um, <clears throat> will, uh, I'll say disappear, but I don't mean disappear, disappear. They're, they're you know, kind of walking, um, running, loping, jogging, whatever you want to call it, uh, away from the site, uh, over the rim and down into the crater. Cool. I will. Once, yeah, once that's, they have gone, I will then head back 
to the to the village. Okay, let's get back to the others. Miss Fulton, Mr. Prescott, Doctor Oates. Uh, you follow the villagers back to the village. Uh, it takes you about you know an hour to get back there. Took an hour to walk out here. Took you, it takes you an hour to walk back. Uh, the entire time, kind of even once the villagers, even once the villagers are, you know, back in the alive part of the forest, uh, the mood is still somber. Um, you know, once they are back in the living part of the forest, uh, they will become slightly more animated. Uh, there will occasionally you can kind of occasionally hear small snatches of conversation, um, you know, but they are clearly far more somber than they were. Uh, on the initial part of the walk out here. As you approach the village, you can see that the bonfire is still burning. And uh, kind of the closer they get to the village, the happier the villagers um, seem to be. Uh, you can see that the the guards are still there uh, with kind of the elder folk uh, in the village watching the uh, the rest of the villagers return. And as you, you know, as you approach the village again, you can see, you know, the the woman, the queen is leading kind of everyone. Um, when she gets kind of closer to the bonfire, she, she stops and she turns. Uh, and two of the guards with the spears will step up and they're kind of standing there flanking her. The rest of the villagers is kind of dispersed back into the village. And she is looking at you expectantly as you walk up. I um, will approach, I suppose, with my shipmates if they wish. And uh, Give one of those open palm greetings, kind of a little wave. And uh, I suppose, uh, oh, she's not going to understand pirate can't, probably. But uh, uh, I worked my way through, well, what the hell? I don't know. She may have had, um, may have had interactions with pirates before. So I'll work my way through pirate can't. Uh, even Nigerian and also uh, I think Spanish is the other language I have uh, saying greetings and thank you for your um, thank you for your hospitality and sort of bow when I'm through with all three languages. Ah, si. Me hablo espanol. Uh, ah. Buenas noches. Yes. Me amo Ulane. Ah. I am. My uh, name is Ulani. Yes. She is speaking Spanish. So those of you who who speak Spanish can understand her. Randall, why don't you take this? No. <laughs> <laughs> I will indicate myself. Yes, I am Wilfred I, I, Prescott. I, I, Go ahead. I, I do speak some Latin, so I was wondering if I can make some sense out, out of what is being spoken. Uh, no. Good. Is there a uh, a common language we speak? Well, I guess uh, Mr. Oates 
definitely <laughs> not. But no, the yeah, only the other person can. amongst you who speaks Spanish is not there, and that would be Lucia. Right, right. Um, Miss Fulton is only um, French and pirate, perhaps. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I was going to see if she spoke something besides Spanish, but Spanish is good enough. I'll say to the others, ah, Spanish. Um, what was her name again? I'm sorry. Ulani. Ulani. My apologies for not meeting with you earlier. My duties require me to prepare before the offering feast. Not at all a problem. Your hospitality has been quite remarkable. Again, we um, didn't quite understand your rituals, but uh, we were certainly glad of the, the hospitality and the welcoming nature of you and your, your friends. Um, can you tell us about the, the ritual uh, that we have partaken of it? seems uh, quite important. Uh, I expected you would have many questions, yes. Please join me in my home. I will answer what I can. Thank you, and I'll bow again and uh, tell the others, you know, she wants us to come to her home and she'll answer all our questions there. Uh, she, uh, with the guards uh, watching you and, and following, uh, it leads you to one of the larger huts in the village and inside. Uh, the hut is almost completely empty. Uh, there is what is clearly a sleeping area kind of off to one side, but other than that, it is empty. It's just, it's a big open space. Uh, she will sit down. Uh, the guards remain outside as you come in. And she uh, gestures, please sit. And they're speaking in Spanish? Yes. Okay. Uh, I sit and gesture for the others. Do, do your friends understand this language, Wilford Prescott? <laughs> I smile. We speak many languages aboard our ship, but... Uh, they are not all the same. And I'll switch to the pirate cant and say, this is the one we all understand. I speak the Spanish. I speak Spanish, the language of my country. And these others speak Latin, French, many others. Ah. Well, before you ask your questions, allow me to tell you our story. It may answer many of your questions. Certainly. You may, um, you may translate for your friends if you wish. Yes, allow me, perhaps, as you begin to speak under my breath, I will speak to my, translate to my friends. And I shall tell you our story. This story has been passed down for many generations. Mm. She kind of, she, she closes her eyes, you know, kind of lifts her head up. The seas were wild, and the fish not biting the day the stranger came to our shore. He had transparent rocks and strange tools we could not explain. He said to call him the astronomer. We thought it a strange name. He stayed in the village for several moons, 
and talked of lands far away, of great civilizations, massive monuments, false gods, and evil kings. He claimed he was making a map that would lead him to an island found on no map. Then one night, he drank too deeply of our drink, breathed in the smoke of our fires, and spoke of his family. A wife and children swept from the face of the earth by the hand of a god. He then went on to say that we must no longer believe in the gods that only injustice prevails. The next morning, he had gone. We left early in the morning. Three generations later, another man arrived. He asked about the astronomer and warned that someday he may return. We felt that was foolish, as he was surely dead by then. But he warned us, nay, the astronomer does not die as a mortal would. His thirst for vengeance sustains him. He claimed the map the astronomer had created was too dangerous for men to possess, but was also too important to be destroyed. He explained that the map had been broken into pieces and spread across the world. He then gifted us with a small green stone in the shape of an octopus tentacle. We were told it would bless us and provide long life to whoever possessed it. We kept it safe for several more generations. Then the rats came and took it away. There is power in that stone and evil is drawn to it. It may once have been a blessing but now it is a curse to our people. And she opens her eyes and looks at you. Hmm. And the offering to the rats is so that they will be satisfied with what you give and not take what they wish, yes? Oh, did I lose you guys? Nope. nope. Okay. Did she? The, the rats arrived on their island several generations ago, overflowing the island and gnawing at the roots of the trees and eating the vegetation. No matter how many we caught and killed, there were always more. And they became aggressive, attacking our hunting parties, bringing disease with them, and then one day, a rat the size of a man appeared, walking on his hind legs, and began directing the other rats to attack us. They grabbed our people and dragged them away. We feared they were being devoured. But more and more of the rats on two legs came. We call them the ratings. Many of our people, if they see them, faint from fright or flee, never to be seen again. We knew we could not fight them long any longer. 
So we struck a so we struck a bargain. The Raddings took the green relic. And every full moon we make an offering of food. And in exchange, the Raddings do not attack our village. And they do not snatch away our brothers and sisters. They are responsible for the uh, the dead parts of the island. They are. They ate and consumed. And had we not struck our bar our bargain, would have consumed the entire island. You know how many of these rattings there are? I do not. What can you tell me about the um, the statues, the heads with with hats? It seemed your your men were protective of them the other day when we went to have a look. They are. We call them Moai. Moai. They are our great leaders. They sit upon their tombs. Sorry, they sit upon the tombs of those whom they represent. Watch the skies, and they speak to us on behalf of the gods. And how do they uh, speak? In the voice of our ancestors. When do they speak? When the gods need to, to tell us something, when we have questions that we would ask, advice that must be given. Have you ever asked them how to deal with the ratings? We have our, we have struck our bargain. Mm. We can do no more. So you don't try to come up with a plan to overthrow the Rattings or to go to war with them? Uh, as you say that, she she kind of closes her eyes and bows her head, and she kind of shakes her head sadly. So this is a fate you've accepted. It is the fate that we have. I must confess. It was not simple wandering that brought us to your island. Perhaps we could strike a deal with you as well. What sort of deal would you offer? Our ship has mighty guns and gunpowder. You are aware of this gunpowder? I have seen it in my travels. 
the uh, the guns and the gunpowder are mighty weapons. If we would be able to rid your island of the ratings, would you agree to let us have a piece of the astronomer's map? <clears throat> the green relic. The green relic is cursed. You are welcome to it as long as you will promise to take it from our island and never return with it. I'll look to the others as I translate this. Kind of give them a nod. <clears throat> we will need some information if this is to, uh, to come to pass. You must tell us all we know about uh, the ratings. I can tell you that the the eldest ratting, the first of the ratings, is their leader. He is the only one with white fur. He carries a staff with the green stone embedded in it, and it glows when he calls upon its power. He has the power to do things. And again, she kind of shakes her head clearly, sadly. No creature should be able to do. They live in the crater. I cannot say exactly where. And they come out mainly at night. Do they stay around the crater or do they come toward your village? From time to time at night, if someone wanders too far from the village, they can be seen in the forest, but according to the bargain, they do not enter the village. So the daytime then, look to the others. If you wish to attack them, the best time will be in the morning. Mm. They will be fat and lazy from their feast tonight. Mm. About how long, um, can I make a guess as to how long until the morning? Um, you would say it's probably not quite midnight at this point. I guess about how many hours do I think we have? I'm starting to worry about Lucia, and I want to go to the ship and get gunpowder. I'm wondering if we can simply blow these things in the hole. Perhaps, uh, perhaps we could um, have a few moments to confer amongst ourselves. I'll uh, go ahead. Of Sorry. course, if if you will excuse me, I am tired from the day. And it is growing late. A hut has been provided for your use, I believe. You may sleep there if you wish. But Many for thanks. now, I myself must sleep. Many thanks. Okay, I'll gesture. I wish, I'll you, gesture. So, I wish you good luck in your endeavors. 
And she stands to see you out. Excellent. Um, let's go back to her hut and have a quick chat. So I'll kind of rub my hands together. This is the chance we're looking for. I am Métis. This is what as, I propose. Go ahead. As you're, as you're making your way towards your hut, uh, Lucia wanders up. Ah, perfect, perfect. Lucia, come, come. You can tell us what, uh, what you've seen, and we can fill you in on what we've, uh, what, we've, what we've learned. I think we have an excellent opportunity. And uh, I will share my quick idea, which is that we uh, um, row out to the ship for a few uh, a few cases of gunpowder. I don't know how large. I'll leave that to Lucia. Uh, of course, large enough to make a big explosion, but also uh, small enough that we could carry them. Uh, I think, and perhaps some run rum to snap Mister Oates out of his stupor and um, uh, keep us keep us through the night. And then, okay, uh, first, uh, just let me just put. A little bit of a downer on that. We'd first want to, before we blow them up, we need to get the piece. If the guy, if the right thing's got the piece. Oh, my thought is, did you see where they went? Well, I didn't follow them because I wasn't really. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to get eaten. Oh, I think that's smart. It's yes, this is exactly the kind of conversation I, I, I want to have. My idea is to go back, like I said, grab a few kegs of gunpowder. Lucia will know how much. Um, go down, uh, find their entrance, uh, prepare it, perhaps set a fuse to blow, then descend into the mouth of the, uh, the creatures. I'll give perhaps a Praised grin at this point. Find their leader and take what is ours. Any other plans? Comments? Ideas? Actually, that's not a bad plan thinking about it. If we can lay a trap at the mouth, go in there with guns, take them down, get the piece, run out, and I can be ready to basically. Um, blow up the the cave entrance and the creatures after you escape. Mr. Oates, Harry, what do you say? I I don't know what to say. <laughs> These creatures. How many did you see uh, when you were up there? I saw a few of them. And if they have been able to conquer this island, I wonder what can we do with a few, with a few uh, pistols, you know? So, like, we can overpower them easily. No, but as she says, the lady was telling you, they're fat and sleepy in the morning. So, if we go in there, if you guys go in there and basically do a raid, I mean, surprise, you rush in there, start shooting, make a whole 
make them all chaotic and um, hopefully they're not working as a group, you can hopefully get to the crystal, get out, we can then blow it up as we're escaping. Well, whoever goes back, whether all of us or not, we could uh, we have a ship full of hardy men to face a, a hole full of hardy rats. How yeah, many we rats need to bring back men with us. And women, hardy and bloodthirsty as they come. Um, how what, many what? rats did I see? Yeah, you were up there. Uh, dozens. Dozens. Yeah, there are too many. I, I wonder if we should just go for the head. As she was mentioning, is the, the one with the white fort. We get rid of it, maybe we're going to be able to kind of scare the, the rest, you know? You think maybe, maybe uh, with the help of the, of the islanders, we can overthrow them. You think That's maybe a, thing, right? a smaller group then? Yeah, like a few of a few of us just going mm-hmm. there, kill the rat team, then come back uh, with its head, and then we rally the rest of the villagers towards their camp, and maybe without leadership, they're easy, easier to kill. Perhaps Lucia, we could bring Hank, your gunner's mate, back to blow the hole, and you could come. You're very capable. Um, I'm sure the doctor has many qualities, but uh, and he's a fighting man, as everyone on the ship is. But uh, we could certainly use you and your good right arm and your pistols. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we could have Hank be at the ready. I mean, I can help set up the trap and then Hank can be there to basically light it. I like this idea. What do you think, Miss Fulton? I think it should work if we bring back more people. Yeah, but the problem is how big of an entry. Too many people, if it's only a small um, cave entrance to get into wherever they are, we need to scope it out um, because if it's too small, then too many people will just make it too. It will just be on top of each other. You know what we could do? What do you think of this? If we bring some hardy souls from our ship and they could stay with Hank on the outside on a small group such as ourselves goes in takes what we want and then please and then if we are followed we'd have uh people to fight them in the open where they'd be more effective but the cave-in doesn't doesn't work i have them ready basically to do a barrage of um gun yes gun bring shots. the cannons aboard ashore i like the way you think lucia Sure, the captain will go along with his plan. Uh, as so an aside, the... <laughs> sorry, Jim.
Did we lose the keeper? Everything. Oh, good. You're still there. Jim? There we go. Okay. You can hear me now, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry about that. Yes. Yes. What was your question, Gary? I was going to say, do I think I was thinking more of gun rifles, um, muskets, and that sort of stuff? But do I think, um, I mean, the cannons themselves, ship based cannons, aren't really portable, are they? Uh, they well, so a couple things. Um, first, you know, you know that generally, if you go back to the ship asking for more men, the captain's going to laugh at you. Ah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> right? I mean, come on. You're pirates. They're natives. What's the problem here? Um, you know, it, you know he, so he'll make fun of you. He'll, he, he might give you a few, you know, and you guys are going to be the butt of, you know, every joke on the ship for a while. Because you can't handle a few natives by yourself. Um, can you bring the cannons ashore? Uh, yes, you absolutely can bring naval cannons ashore. Uh, it absolutely is a thing that happens. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a slow and difficult process because each cannon has to be unmounted, uh, lowered, you know, carefully <laughs> onto. <clears throat> the uh, the longship rowed ashore, uh, dragged ashore, uh, and then dragged wherever it's going. Um, you know, so it is a long, slow process involving a lot of people uh, to do it, but it is certainly doable. Whether the captain would allow you to do it or not, uh, first refer to my previous comment about being the yep. butt of every joke on the ship. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. Yeah, what about the thinking. idea of bringing gunpowder? Uh, you probably have some you can spare. Like enough to cause a caveman, a barrel? Probably. Ah. That, would be a, that would be a question for Lucia. Ah, Lucia. You're, you're, using, up, you're using up her gunpowder. <laughs> I'd have to see the area to make sure that it is, we've got enough. Well, should we go take a look at the place and do a scouting run and see what's even there? Well, the problem is it's so far away, right? It's a few hours away. Is that right? It's an hour each way. And then however much time we spend there sneaking around. And going in there in the dark. I just want to be there and be ready to go when the sun comes up. Okay. If we're going to set the uh, set the charge, I mean, we can certainly time it so that we get there just before dawn and have time mm -hmm. to set okay. the charge and then enter afterwards. I just don't want to spend a lot of time getting tired going back and forth. Okay. Well, if we've got enough, I've got. Uh, We've got enough gunpowder on us and that. So, yeah, why don't we get there and basically aim to get there before dawn, have uh, um, a short nap so that we all are awake and at our best for dawn. How do we have enough gunpowder? 
Uchi is the uh, the ship's gunner, so she would have brought some supplies along. Okay. And we've all got rifles in that, which, which means we all are carrying gunpowder. Yeah. Okay. So, Jim, do I think I have to go back and get some gunpowder before we go there, or we've got enough on us? Sorry. So you're looking for enough gunpowder to bring a collapse the cave entrance. Collapse a cave yeah. of of unknown no, size. Get some, yeah, get some gunpowder. Yeah, um, there's no way you have enough gunpowder for that with you. Okay, I can go back because I do know how to row a boat and basically get some gunpowder. Lucy, I can come with you. Okay. Make sure we can carry it easily. Yes, and barrel. Yeah. Mr. Oates, you're looking uh, a bit worse for wear. Where perhaps you can get some rest and I'll watch over you while the, the other two go. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to, to make sense of the whole plan. Uh, still not sure. Oh, whether it's a good plan or not? Yeah. Mm. You understand what we're, what we're saying, though, right? That much you, you know. Mm -hmm. Jim, Jim, yeah. I didn't see the white rat, did I? No. No. So I don't, I have a feeling this white rat doesn't come out of their place. And the white Maybe. rat's the one that's got the part we want, right? The green thing yes. on the sword. On, yes. the, on the staff. Staff. Perhaps a few lanterns and some gunpowder since you're going back to the ship. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, so Dr. You can carry, but it might be helpful if we all went. Well, the doctor needs rest. I mean, a couple of lanterns and a small barrel gunpowder we can carry. That's not a problem. Okay. Okay, so Dr. Oates is going to take a nap. Mm -hmm. okay. I'll stand watch over him. Uh, Dr. Dr. Oates, you can be rid of your penalty die. Nice. <laughs> uh, Mr. Prescott, you are going to stand watch through the night. Um, yeah, we want to arrive based upon Lucia's information information shortly before dawn so that we can set a charge when we find the, um, the entrance. Well, but presumably you're not going anywhere until the other two get back. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah but okay. I mean, that's our plan. So why don't, to, uh, why don't you give me a con roll, Mr. Prescott? <laughs> we may be exchanging a, uh, what do you call it, a, um, a penalty die for a penalty die. Although my plan is pretty robust. Uh, yes, that is a hard success for me. Okay. Uh, Miss Chappelle and, sorry, <laughs> Miss Fulton uh, and Lucia. Uh, you row mm -hmm. out to the Kronos. Um, 
Miss Fulton, would you give me a pilot boat roll? Yeah, pilot boat. I failed that. Okay. Uh, would you both make con rolls? Failed con. Uh, succeeded in con, hard success. Okay. Uh, Miss Fulton, you are getting very tired and you may have a penalty die. Okay. Uh, until you get a good night's sleep. Uh, okay. It takes it takes you and apparently you are tired because it takes the two of you longer to get out to the Kronos than you probably wanted. Um, you reach the Kronos. The you know captain asks kind of what you're doing. Okay, great. You know, good luck. Get the supplies. Um, make it back to shore just as the sun is coming up. Okay, we head over to where our colleagues are and we tell them we'll do the best we can. It looks like the sun's up, but we won't be positioned, but we can still go. Do what we can. Sounds good. Let's hurry. Mr. Oates, come along. I'm um, ready. Hold the start. Kind of before you uh, before you head out, some of the villagers come up to you um, uh, with uh, a little bit of food. Uh, it is not much. It's like you know, half a potato or you know, a slice of fruit. Um, you know, it is a very meager breakfast that you are provided. Uh, although you kind of recognize that this is kind of the same breakfast that the villagers are getting, they are not eating much. Mm -hmm. Uh, the village itself is, you know, full of activity. By the time you guys are heading out, um, you know, a number of the men are uh, in their canoes headed out uh, to sea to fish. Um, some others are, you know, headed into the fields or forests carrying baskets, uh, clearly going to uh, gather food. And you head out. Make your way to the crater. You're just going straight out there. You're not. Um, I think we're going straight out we, there. Yeah. Yes. Um, we need to assess we, assess the situation, right? Like, how many exits can we can we see uh, footprints? Right. But we'll how many? About that once we get to the crater, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now haste is important. Haste until we get to the crater and then we duck in the woods where we have a vantage point. I think that's smart. Okay. Uh, it takes you about an hour again to make your way out to the crater. The Moai are standing there. The uh, baskets are still there. They're torn apart shredded um, you know the leavings from last night's feast uh, are there scattered about the moai um, you know, pits and fish bones and whatever else do we speak the same language as these creatures 
we don't know that they can speak, right? They had some kind of arrangement with the villagers, though. There was something Good going on there. Good point. Good point. We did say we were going to get some more information, Jim. Do you think we could have asked about that? Uh, the the Reddings do not. The Reddings speak. You would be told that the Reddings speak amongst themselves, but no one has been able to understand them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you don't think if we went up to one of them and tried to make symbols of like the white haired ratting with the spear with the green stone in it, you don't think we could convey that across that we're trying to talk to him? Through our sign language and our pigeon. Um, I, I don't really, I don't really want to talk to this creature. It's a disgusting rat. Maybe. Okay. I, I, I say, I'll say just, let's just deal with it and we see it. Okay. On the way there, Marie takes this time to spend one round to pray with her cross in her hand and gain a bonus die in her next skill check. Ooh. <laughs> Fair enough. I like that. Nice. I don't have any of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ambidextrous. What, whatever that next skill check happens to be. Oh, it's going to be a spot hidden to find the entrances, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Although well, I, I did have a penalty roll, so all the bonus will do is, I think, remove the penalty. Is that right? That is correct, yes. Oh. <laughs> Still, it's not nothing. Yeah, absolutely right. I think that was well done. So you're standing there amongst the Moai. Looking Lucia, at do you have anything up your sleeve? Um, I'm really good at using cannons. I don't get a penalty dot when using a cannon. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Uh, okay. He's looking over, looking over the rim of the crater. You can see it is it is a fairly large crater, hmm. maybe half a mile across, a couple hundred feet deep. Uh, the bottom of the crater is fairly shallow, um, you know, easy enough to walk. However, the sides of the crater are quite steep. Hmm. Uh, you would have to, you know, rope and climb down. Uh, or very cleverly, you know, climb the rock walls down. So you approach to the crater from the west. You can also see uh, that the south side of the crater is not as steep. Uh, it is somewhat shallower. There's a you can actually see there's a path and you know something vaguely resembling a trail, kind of winding down the side of the crater to a cave. Ah. Uh. Can we On take the, a moment to see if there's any other hole while we're here? Uh, you can. You can even use the spyglass that I assume you have with you at all times. 
uh, to scan the crater, and you do not see any other caverns. Okay. So one trail down, it goes to the entrance. Yep. Do we think the um, gunpowder that, or does Lucia, being the expert, think the gunpowder that she has brought back and that we have wasted so much time and spent so much effort dragging along with us is enough to collapse the, the cave? Yes. Let's, everyone ready? Yes. Nice. I would have asked for a, could I have asked for another cutlass? I didn't, but I can make do with one if I need to and a spear. We I really you like to have two cutlasses. Fantastic. There you go. There we go. Miss Fulton was looking out for you. Thank you, Mary. I'm getting pretty excited. This is what I'm made for, a pirate raid. You start making your way down the trail. It weaves its way. Yeah, well, first you have to kind of walk along, walk around the rim, around to the south side of the crater, and then you start making your way down the trail which then kind of loops around to this cave entrance, the interior of the crater wall. Uh, it is quite dark in there. Spot hidden rolls and listen rolls. Listen roll was bad. Spot hidden was just as bad. <laughs> Pass listen right. with uh, a six. Sorry, I'm Meredith? Still... Pass listen with a six. Oh, nice. Um, successful listen for spot hidden. Okay. Uh, it, is quite, it is quite dark. You can't see anything in the cave. Sorry, Steve. Um, no, that was Randall. I failed okay. both. Okay, uh, those of you who somebody passed a listen roll, I think Lucia passed a listen roll. That is correct. Which is a little surprising given all the again given all the uh, cannon fire she stood next to. But um, as you are approaching the mouth of the cave, like say it is really dark in there. You can't see, you know, more than a foot into the cave, and then it's just kind of dark and shadow. Um, but Lucia, you can hear something in from inside the cave. It, and it takes you a second. Is that a, a breathing, like someone kind of a, like a really kind of raspy breathing? And then it clicks in your head. Of course, you hear snoring. So they're asleep. Well, wow, the guards. Anyone good at? Uh... Sneaking? I am. Perhaps you can sneak forward and dispatch what you find there. 
a law for a cutlass. <laughs> I sort of glanced down at my own cutlass. Ah, but... even better. <laughs> I'm not the one who gives them away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or throws them into the water. Yeah, <laughs> how many they're gonna be cut from your pay? I really think. <laughs> um, I actually probably be pull out a small uh, or a knife, a hunting knife, rather than a cutlass, because generally cutting people, cutting throats would be easier with a knife than a sword. Um. Okay. Sneak in to see what I can see. Okay. Stealth roll. Stealth roll. Uh, 22. I'll spend the two luck and get a hard success. Okay. Uh, you can sneak into the cave opening. It takes a moment for your eyes to adjust. Um, and you know you can clearly hear that the breathing and, and snoring is coming from from in from you know in here. Um, you know you can see that the the cave and the cave leads you know deeper and deeper into the mountain, but kind of very near the the entrance and just inside where the shadow starts. Uh, you do see two ratlings. You've already seen them, so no need to make mm -hmm. another sanity roll. Um, they are. There are two of them. Uh, they are laying on the floor, fairly close to each other, not curled up together, but fairly close to each other. They are clearly asleep. Can, do I think I could be able to dispatch both of them? Quietly? Depends on if you can make another stealth roll. Uh... I will. Let's go for it. Why not? Uh, so that's a 16. So I make another stealth roll. Okay. That's a hard success again. So you quietly slit one of their throats, and then you quickly and quietly slit the other one's throat. They both kind of gurgle and clearly die. And you can make another sanity roll. 19. I don't care about these things whatsoever. <laughs> uh, no sanity loss, no sanity loss for you as you slit their throats and their blood flows out and you see their forms shift and turn, their faces flatten out, the fur kind of sucks back into uh, their tanned skin. And laying on the floor in front of you is what you would guess is perhaps a 10 or 12 year old boy and a 8 or 10 year old girl. Oh. Throat slit, blood pooled on the rock around them. Was there any kids in the village? Yes. Okay. Um. I'll then come out and go, um, we have a problem. What is that? Well, I killed the two ratlings in that room, but 
they turned into kids. Yeah, it's the dark magic of the of the leader. That's why we need to kill kill it first. We can't be bothered with such details, but I agree. The leader. It is a curse. Yes. And you just need to get rid of it. Quickly, so Lucius, set your charges. Okay. Um, that first, yeah, I'll start setting my charges. Probably, um, Jim, do I think that first room is a good place to set it up for the trap? Oh yeah, yeah. If you want to blow the mouth of the if you want to blow the mouth of the cave and shut it down, this is a perfect place to do it. Cool. Okay, then I will set it up. Okay. I'll have you we'll wait for a demolitions roll until it counts. Cool. Let's hope she makes it out. Uh, aren't you coming in to help get the? Oh yeah, anything I can do to help? No, no, no. I mean, someone's needs. I mean, we're going to have to sneak down to you try to get the. Uh, because we need to get the staff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I thought that was a job for all of us. In case someone wants <laughs> to, uh, to wait behind, I, I thought that was. There's only four of us, and there's a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. but they're all does sleeping anyone, at the moment. Yeah. Does anyone wish to stay? Now's your last chance. To look Going at the doctor. <laughs> well done. I'm not saying I'm, I'm going with you guys. Right. Okay. Well done. Well done. Let's go kill some white rat king. As you enter further into the cave, you can see it stretches out into a dark tunnel ahead of you. Uh, it's clearly made of a black volcanic stone. The rock is cracked and, and jagged. The air is very stuffy, sticky humid it is absolutely silent in here except for the scuffling of your feet on the rock the light of your lanterns casts shadows and movement on the walls as it flickers listen rolls 17 is probably a success. Oh, oh, I passed this one. Finally, a hard success. Fail. Uh, Lucia and Mr. Prescott, would you make sanity rolls? So that's my strong point. Ah, but I do make a sanity roll here. Uh, I think Lucia finally failed one. Uh, oh, Lucia, seventy-seven. Yep. Yep. Lucia, you can lose one point uh, as one you point. both, in the silence, can just make out the sound of scratching and scurrying in the walls of the tunnel. 
sound of rats. Cave moves ahead of you, bends around. Uh, spot hidden rolls. Fail. Zero nine. Uh, I passed that one as well. Uh, pass. Okay. Um, out of the darkness ahead of you, out of the darkness behind you, from the cracks in the walls, dozens of rats suddenly pour out, leaping at you. Ms. Fulton, you're first. I take the blunder bus that has slung over my back and I try to shoot many of them. Uh, nice. Shooting roll with the bonus die. Um, I rolled a 15 and I still, I still get a bonus die. Um, so the 15 stands. Okay. Uh, I don't know what that's against. Uh, your blunderbuss skill. Uh, let's see, Ms. Fulton. Oh, 45%, 229. Yep, yep. So that's a hard success. And they are they are right up on you coming out of the wall, so you can roll your 46 damage. Okay. Blunderbuss explodes got, in the silence. Sure. I got six, six, four, five, twelve, and nine, twenty-one. Okay. And dozens of rats are splattered into blood and bone and gore as the sound of the blunderbuss echoes through the passage. Mr. Prescott. I'd very much like to try to advance if I can, but I'm going to attack with my cutlasses. Okay. Um, that is a hard success and a hard success. No damage. And uh, let's see. Four. Plus, oh, there's a little. Plus in the way. So five plus my damage bonus is 1d4 is seven for the first one. And twelve for the second one. Okay, Mr. Prescott, you swing and slash and stab, and in a moment, uh, whatever rats were not turned to pulp by Ms. Fulton's blunderbuss are quickly dispatched by your flying cutlasses, and the tunnel goes silent again. And I reload my blunderbuss. 
Fair enough. Lead on. How are you doing, Doctor? I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm I'm afraid of rats in real in real life. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I will just keep going. Uh, you did a great job. Um, I I have my um spy glass in my hand. I, I was intending to use it as cloth if I see more rats. Okay, fair enough. Probably not going to be much use as a spy glass after that, but uh, that's fine. Yeah, I know. I'll steal another one. <laughs> that seems perfectly reasonable. Uh, you make your way forward. The cavern turns and continues for about another hundred yards and rounds a corner. And as it does so, those of you who have not yet seen a full-size ratting can make a sand roll. I think that includes me. I get what I sold for earlier, but it's a success. Uh, that would be everyone except Lucia. Ah, gotcha. I passed. I think I, I saw one in, in you know, when we were... Yeah, you up. saw one. You saw one in the darkness. You didn't see one enough. Yeah. To oh, okay. Got it. it. For seeing one. All right. Yeah. Oh, I passed my senior roll. Okay. Seven. No sand loss for that. Uh, but you all, including Lucia, uh, can make another sand roll for the two rats that are with him that are huge. They are the size of large dogs. They're matted, ratty hair as they bare their teeth at you. So we came upon the white rat, is that right? And two giant no. rats? No. This is not, this rat is not white. <sighs> Well, I fail with a 94. I don't think that's quite a fumble. Uh, uh, D3 for the failure. Okay. Nothing for those of you who succeed. Succeed. I, I pass. Yeah. I passed. Um, the two large rats are standing next to um, the ratting. Uh, they are baring their teeth at you. You might say they're growling at you. Uh, he points at you and chitters. I Can I shoot him with my, with my um, pistols? As you start to raise your pistols, uh, he turns and runs, and the two large rats leap to attack you and Ms. Fulton. I 
have reloaded and I shoot the blunderbuss at the two that are going after Lucia. Okay. With uh, 10 and a zero. Okay. That's a hit. That's a hard success, I think. Roll damage. Uh, they're charging at you, so I think 2d6 damage. 5, 6, 11. Okay. Uh, one of them is turned into paste. Mr. Prescott. Um, could I simply bypass the rats and charge after the rattling that passed? The dex roll or something? Um, so you will charge forward running mm -hmm. after the ratting. Uh, it is the large rat's turn to go next. Uh, he will take a swipe at you as you run by. You can certainly try to dodge him. I would like to dodge. Hmm. Not a very good chance. I fail. And for what it's worth, my cat is currently running around the living room playing with a rat. Stuff. So, uh, sorry, you succeeded, Steve. Yes, a stuffed okay. rat. Is that right? Yes, he cool. has a one of his toys is a stuffed rat. Uh, Lucia. Yep. Oh no, I'm sorry, I failed. Okay, he did too. Okay, so you're fine. Good. Uh, but you're not really able to get past him to run after them. Can I shoot the one? Uh, certainly. Running away? Certainly. You can try. Okay, with both pistols, I'm going to do a double shot. So the first one is normal, second one is penalty die. Correct. So first one is a hard success. Um, so that's where it goes, my firearms. Uh, yep, hard success. Second one. Penalty die is, oh, 33 or 33. So 33. So that's a normal success. Damage. So first one gets six points of damage. Second one does four points of damage. Okay. He stumbles and falls. Dr. Oates. Um, there's one rat left, right? Yes. Since we're shooting, I will use my pistol. Okay. For a success. Real damage. And damage for handgun 1d6 plus 1. Two points. Damage. Okay. Uh, Ms. Fulton, the ratting has, has fallen. The, lar the remaining large rat uh, is still fighting, going after Mr. Prescott. It's your go, Ms. Fulton. I use my flintlock pistol and I shoot at it. Fire away. Uh... 17, I 
although I don't see anything for flintlock pistol, I see blunderbuss 45%. I got a 17. Uh, what would your, okay, so it would be uh, base firearms, which is what, 20, 25, something like that. Either way, it's a hit, roll damage. How many D6s? Anyone else have the damage for a flintlock? D6, D8, something like that. Um, I do the damages for a flintlock, 1D6 plus 1. There you go. 3 plus 1, 4. Nicely done. Mr. Prescott. Um, this thing is blocking my way, so I'll try to slash at it. <clears throat> Excuse me, with my cutlasses that are drawn. The first one is a narrow success. Um, second is a failure. Let's see, there's my D8. That's four plus the three. So that's a total of seven. You slice it cleanly in half. Excellent. As you move forward, you can see that the, uh, the ratting that Lucia shot and fell is not moving, but is breathing. This is our chance to try to uh, speak with one. Is it naked? Is that right? Like all ratlings are? It is furry, yes. It doesn't seem to, you said it's not moving, but it is breathing? Yes. You might call it unconscious. Oh, okay. Okay. I got you. In that case, let's bypass it. It's, it's a child after all. Okay. I look and... disappointedly. Well, I mean, the other ones might not bypass it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyone else? Can I uh, dispatch the ratting? No, just bypass it. No, yeah. Uh, we, we need to stay on with, with the, you know, keep on with the plan. Find the, the rap key. Okay. As you head further into the dark cavern we will call that for the evening